1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening, welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard for the latest of our winter break top flight shows. Sam Lammers leaves Rangers as he heads <coughs> to Utrecht on loan. Nothing confirmed to report in or out of Celtic today, while Scottish football waits on the big talking points like Lauren Shankland and Motherwell are trying to tempt some Hollywood A-listers into investing in the club. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me two absolute A-listers in their own heads, <laughs> Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley. Queen of the South were off today, but he's still worn the tracksuit in just to <laughs> represent. And you even lost at the weekend, yeah. but are still here. New yeah. year, new you. Yeah, one defeat's okay, Gordon. It's only going on a run of defeats, and I just don't want to come out of the house, and I just don't want to see you two, really. But yeah, I've been seeing you for ages. I know, mate. Been doing you a lot keep of things. Out? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Is it too late to wish each other? I mean, it's hey. the tenth. I'm not sure. Happy New Year, Happy New Year buddy. Twenty twenty four. I'm not sure. I think the tenth. Is, is it too late? Oh, I think so. Really? Yeah. It's a wow. tough school in here. I think you just take it and just move on quickly. Just move on from move it. On to the next one. Been on a good run though. I was watching your yeah. results up until obviously Falkirk. Exactly. Um, and they beat everybody. So they're, is that, they're the best is that team part of the, league, yeah. the thought process? No, never part of the thought process, no. Gordon. What, no. you only lost by one then? Was that what it was? No. If it had been two, just, you wouldn't have been into it. It was a good performance. A ah, good okay. performance. Way right. to lose. 01419511025. That's the number you need. It is the winter break, of course, for the top flight. But that just means we can speculate until our heart is content on transfer business. We've actually got confirmed today, though, Rangers fans. Sam Lammers leaves the club on loan. What do you make of that? I suppose a continuation. We, we saw this coming a bit last night and we were discussing as whether it was just a no-brainer, had to be done, or whether there was something in there, whether it was a player, whether it was worth hanging on to. What do you make of it now that the news is confirmed? Uh, Celtic fans, I have no idea how you all feel. Is, is the 10th an appropriate day to start wondering when business is going to be done? Or is that all very... Uh, getting ahead of ourselves. You can let us know what you're hoping for in this window. Uh, like we said, there's big stories, the ones that everyone was sort of looking out for going into the window. Still nothing on the likes of Lawrence Shankland or those other players we've been speculating about. Uh, and I did say Motherwell trying to tempt some Hollywood A-listers or anyone else with a few quid into investing into the club. Um, so you never know, maybe that person, maybe Taylor Swift will give us a call <laughs> and um, tr we can put her in touch with Jim McMahon at Fur Park. But 01419511025, get all your calls in on the transfer business of the day right now. Sam Lammers leaves Rangers, what do you make of it? I know there was talk of Batchway as an option uh, earlier on in the day. It does look like the club are starting to suggest that is not the case. That's killed one of the talking points stone dead, <laughs> but you can, you, can, you can talk your way around it if you want uh, on the usual number. Or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Now, you two, well, I tell, I tell, you are exempt. You were so late that you might not know this, but every night this week we are giving out a prestigious award on the show. It is the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Half Season Awards. Do you like it? Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I do like, like the title. It, yeah. And every Any music night, to go with it? I think we actually do, um, and I've just not bothered using it in the last <laughs> few nights, but we, Wednesday could be the night we kick it all off. And basically, every night we give out an award we had. Signing of the season on Monday mm -hmm. We had last night It was surprise of the season It's just a bit vague You know, it could be a good surprise A bad surprise And what you two Along with the callers Are going to have to do later on We'll probably do it in the second hour Tonight is a moment 
of the season So many good ones spring to mind Moment of the season If you want a head start, tweet us at Clyde SSB But after 7 o'clock I'll give you the nod And I'd really like to get your thinking on the phones Now part of this process, honestly we've planned this meticulously What we do is we and the listeners come up with the shortlist The listeners have then got the rest of the night to vote on that shortlist And we announce... At the following the, the, evening, the following evening. Oh, okay. so, so yesterday, like I said, right And this is incredible We went for surprise of the season Good or bad, player, team, manager, whatever And the shortlist that we came up with Was Liam Scales' emergence mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Rangers winning their Europa League group Kilmarnock's old firm dominance And sort of Rangers attacking recruitment Not going to plan They were the four you know, Based on the tweets we got and the calls we had well over 5,000 votes on this, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a lot. That yeah. is a lot. Yeah. And it finished tied. Who tied? Liam Scales and Rangers topping their Europa League on 38.4% each. <laughs> Out of 5,000 <laughs> votes. Chances? What you can do is dig a bit deeper. Uh, and if you can, accl- it, it was showing up on the Twitter poll that, that Liam Scales won. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking, how's that? It's 38.4. When you dig a bit deeper, we reckon out of 5,228 votes, Liam Scales got four more votes. Four. Out of five wow. and a bit thousand, he got four <clears throat> more, and he is the winner of surprise of this season. <laughs> wow. You happy with that? Yeah. Incredible. Um, I, I personally felt that Hugh Keevans getting 10 on Beat the Pundit was harshly overlooked, but there we are. Anyway, we'll do that later on. It's just a bit of fun. Your moment of the season. And I'm really looking for... Something a bit left field in that as well. Of course, mm-hmm. there will be big goals and trophy wins and all that stuff, but the more ridiculous, the better. So you can get that over to us for later on in the show, and we will do that a bit further down the line. But for now, we'll try and look at some of today's transfer news on 01419511025, or you can tweet us, as always, at Clyde SSB. Uh, I think today, if a player leaves... Celtic or Rangers, a player that has played more than 30 times already this season that has to go down is a relatively big talking point. Any surprise in Sam Lammers' departure? Is he played on loan? Is that 30 yeah, games? Believe it or not. A lot of games. Listen, I don't think the guy has set the place on fire at all. I think he's one of those ones where I think him and Dessers, uh, from a Rangers fans' point of view, I think they've disappointed. I think Dessers has showed little bits recently where you're thinking, right, can you kick on the goal in Europe? He took it really well. I don't think he has really kicked on since that. And, you know, any time I've seen Lammers, he just, for me, he hasn't brought anything to the team. Uh, so I don't think it's a big surprise. I think it's a bold move right enough from uh, Clement. He's obviously not fancied him and decided to let him go out and loan and look to try and bring somebody in to replace him. Yeah, I think sometimes it's, it's difficult for players when they come in. Um, and I've say, I say this a lot, they have to realise the pressure of playing for, for Rangers or Celtic and that kind of, you need to win every single game. And, you know, you don't really get that time to bed into it or to settle in. And, and before you know it, you're kind of be, being written off. And you have to have a strong mentality to bounce back from that. And I'm not saying that Lamas doesn't have that, but clearly the managers came in and he thought, Do you know what, he's not playing to a level I know he can play at. I know he didn't sign him, it was Bill. And sometimes a loan can, can be a great thing for a player because you can go away, you can restock and then come back in pre-season looking at, like a totally different player. And I think that's what Rangers will be hoping for. All well and good hearing what they two think. But what do you think out there, Rangers fans? 01419511025. Like I say, it's, it's the 10th. I don't know if that's any sort of landmark, maybe just in my head. It feels like it's now not early January. Um, I just wonder how you feel 
generally. It doesn't have to be about Rangers, Celtic fans. Are you starting to get anxious in any way, or is it far too early for that? What you, I mean, Brendan Rodgers said four players, didn't he? When is the ball going to get rolling? Uh, what might those look like? 01419511025. Give us a call right now. Um, how much of it, Marvin, on Sam Lammers, do you think is down to the fact that well, clearly it's performance related, right? If, you, mm-hmm. if not, not to scratch in the eyes of the manager, but also uh, just a desire from a manager that if there's even someone who's on on the cusp and you're not quite sure about, and you can give it a go with one of your own signings, how much do you think psychologically or even subconsciously, I should say, you, you lean towards that and you think oh, it's just not quite happening for him? So if I can free that up. That maybe allows a, a space for me to get my own guy in there. Yeah, I think, you know, when a manager comes into a building, you're always looking at players that possibly you could replace um, from the start. And then, you know, you give them a bit of time because the window being closed. But as you said, McLemont's not taking too long to, to get through to this window and say, do you know what, right now you, you won't do for me. For whatever reason it might be, you know, whether I'm going to play a different style, whether you don't suit that, or whether your performances just haven't been good enough. Um, you know, and, and also when you send a player on loan, you get a percentage of their wages back. And like you said there, Gordon, you can then bring in your, your own. Um, and I think that's what Rangers will do. I think they'll kick on with that. And as I said, they'll hope to get Lamas back come the summer, a, a different player and maybe the player that they thought they had signed at the time. But, you know, at this moment in time, you need to bring your own players in because you want to close that gap on Celtic as quickly as possible. How much has... Th- how much have things shifted, <coughs> Simon, in that, you know, you don't get as much time now? But then, even by even by those standards, it is half a season. And he's played yeah. a lot of games. It's maybe not, it's maybe not a completely drastically small <coughs> sample to base him on, or is it? Uh, well, thirty games. You know, some as Marv says there as well. He makes a good point. Coming into a club of the size of Celtic or Rangers, it sometimes you know. You, I think in recent times, from the Celtic point of view, there has been players come in. And hit the ground running But it's not always the way And I think Dessers said himself You know that he found a lot of pressure So Lammers is maybe experiencing the same thing I just don't think he's You know impressed enough And when I say a bold move by Clement Only because You know I think this guy doesn't mess about I watched him take Cantwell off You know quickly in a game in Europe Where he obviously wasn't happy with What he was seeing I think it's the same with Lammers Whether he comes back is another story you know he'll come back whether he gets another chance rather is another story but I think Clement has moved quite quickly uh, and I think it's probably his style you know and I think he'll be looking to to bring something in and replace him I mean reportedly three and a half million none of us have got a crystal ball he may well somehow come back and be a Rangers sensation I think just on the face of it as we sit here today you sign someone for three and a half million and let them go on loan in the very next window this is not a particularly great sign is it no, it's not. And, and like you said, sometimes, you know, the value that you, you've paid for someone or the price tag put on somebody, that three and a half million you're expecting, you know, when, when a Scottish team signs a player for that amount, you're expected to come in and as Simon said there, hit the ground running. And when you don't, you know, the manager's always going to be looking for more. If you're a free transfer, you probably get a little bit more leeway. But the fans are going to be looking at that as well, saying we spent three and a half million. I want to see something. And in flashes, you did see something from him. Obviously, you know, not uh, over a prolonged period because 30 appearances is quite a lot, like you said, Gordon. 
Um, and it was it was very few flashes, wasn't it? For being yeah, for being honest, it, it, it was it was definitely as I said for a player of that value. And listen, the managers moved very very quickly to to get him out on loan, and you know maybe they've recouped some in a loan fee. Who knows? But you know you've got part of his wages, if not all of his wages, off the off the wage bill, and then they can reinvest that now on on somebody they want in the building. What do you think out there, Rangers fans? Is it the right time to just do that? How would you like to see that space in the squad? Would it be about signing a like for like or maybe bringing in another number elsewhere? What do you think? 01419511025. You can tweet Bill. Says he leaves with a League Cup medal and with the club top of its Europa League group. He played in the final and against Betis. Just never worked out. But all the best. Philippe now tailoring the squad. Good to see, says Bill on Twitter. If you want to get your thoughts in on the phone, please do. It doesn't have to be about that. You can decide. I think Kenny in Balfron's actually a Celtic fan. How's it going, Kenny? Hi, hi, it's not bad yourself. Not bad, not bad, thank you. What's your point tonight? Um, I think that Kyogo at Celtic should go out in summer. Right, it was a bit of a bad line, so I'll double check anyway. You want Celt- you want you think Kyogo should leave Celtic? Yes, definitely. Because I think there's better sellers on the market, uh, and we can get at least seven million for Kyogo at this point. Wow, um, where's that come from? I don't know. Um, seriously, right? So who, 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 like, how, where? Are, yeah, as Simon says, where does this come from? The last bit before the break, there he scored another very memorable goal in the biggest league fixture you'll play against your rivals. A fixture he always seems to score in. He's done it twice already this season. He scored in the Champions League this season. Not only do you want to let him go, but for as little as seven million. I think seven million is like my. Kind of almost lowest line uh, fee that we should demand. I think there's definitely better on the market that we can get in. That maybe Kyogo scores high quality um, goals, but we need a high number, and he's not been hitting the high numbers that he's hit in previous seasons. Well, listen, it's not up to me. Who cares if I'm surprised at the tone of Kenny's call? Um, anyone else want to try and. Well, you asked a minute ago, Gordon, a bit. Time lines and whatever you know, so he hasn't quite hit the heights of the first two seasons and half a season. And Kenny wants him to move on at the end of this one. I, I think he's still Celtic's top striker. Uh, again, he showed his quality in the, in the game against Rangers. I think that was his seventh in the calendar year against them. He seems to pop up uh, in the important games with important goals. Yes, I would agree. He hasn't hit the heights this season as he, he, he did last year, but we're halfway through. We're halfway through and I still think he's Celtic's number one striker. For the record, with Kenny, I think Celtic probably will go out and buy another striker this window, if not in the next. They have to. They have to people there to, you know, go and challenge Kyogo. I think, oh, he's shown little bits, but I'm not convinced he's the, the out-and-out replacement for mm. him at this stage. So I think... I think there'll be a striker in this window. Kenny is entitled to his opinion. It's the beauty of this show, Marvin. I have to say I am surprised this is a player who obviously his back catalogue is magnificent if we're talking this season he's got eight in the league which is not brilliant but it's, it's not mm-hmm. we're not talking one or two we're talking yeah. eight uh, and add to that goals in the Champions League against Lazio and Atletico Madrid are we seriously having this discussion <laughs> I'm extremely surprised I am um you know I don't think Listen, if I was a manager of Celtic, Kyogo would not be a player that I'd be letting leave anytime soon. Um, listen, I know he's maybe not hit the heights goal-wise. 
um, this season as he did in, in the past seasons. I understand that, but his quality, as Simon said, the goal he scores, you know, just before the kind of winter break, just shows what he's about. Um, I think he's a fantastic striker. I think he, you know, he makes Celtic better. I think there's a lot of teams that he'll make better, by the way. And for seven million pounds, I'm not sure you're going to go out there and get and get an improved forward um, compared to him. I agree with Simon. They might go and look at another striker, but for me, Kyogo's got to be the number one. If he's fit, he needs to play. Given that O is the latest in a long line of these kind of backup strikers or, or strikers that Celtic have signed and sometimes it's been two and three and four million pounds Kenny Albina Yeti was five million where do you get the confidence that you could upgrade this guy? Uh, I think uh, Celtic are definitely a bigger club than Rangers at this point and uh, I've heard recently a rumour about them bringing in a batch something like that and I think if they're getting that attraction we can definitely get bigger than that um, I mean, I think in the course of the day, it looks like Rangers are, are putting out the, the message mm-hmm. that Batshuayi is not a, um, not a gore. But, but even at that, yes, you're, you, you're talking about a guy that's got an excellent CV and, and, and well done to him for that. But uh, the comparison <laughs> with a guy who is here and has done it here and looks like he'll continue to do it here. Like I say, Kenny, can make his, Kenny is more than entitled to give us the opinion, even if we've never heard it before. Yeah, that's that shocks me. That has. Um, no, I'm, I'm not stopping. You're nearly speechless. That's yeah. the first. That's the first thing <laughs> in my life. I quite like it. Um, yeah, I, I'm not stopping. That's <laughs> why no chance. No, that uh, just can't happen. Well, listen, that's what we're here for, Kenny. Thank you very much. Sean 01419511025, and we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Good time to call. We'll try and get you on next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley are here. It's 0141-951-1025. They call it silly season, don't they? It's great. I quite enjoy it. I mean, this week we had... I think my personal favourite was a guy phoned to Could say do a that silly award. his mate was good friends with Jermaine Defoe who told him that Ange Postacoglu was looking at Maeda, Kyogo and Hatati. All three of them. So it was, oh. it's been that type of week and I thought we couldn't top it, but the first caller of the night thinks Celtic <laughs> should sell Kyogo for £7 million. There you go. Uh, we, we, we live to surprise you all out there. Um, Andy is on the line. Um, we don't have to speculate about this one, Andy. Sam Lammers is... Away uh, on loan out of Rangers. What do you make of that? Hi, how you doing, guys? Good. Uh, I think it was time for me to go, but I was saying to the producer there, I said, I hope he does good because on loan, because two reasons. Because I think if he does do, we can take him back or we can sell him because right now we'd never get anywhere near the money back we paid for him. So I hope he does have a really good spell there. And it's, then it's up to come on. I don't know if come on, maybe just any fancy him or. He might say, OK, we'll take you back. But I really hope he does well. Yeah, I think that's what is interesting about it is it's not one of those where manager comes in, which they're entitled to do, and just thinks straight away, look, that this isn't going to work. He's he's had a chance. By modern standards, we accept. I know some players do take a season. Some players take a loan and come back and, and all that sort of stuff. But um, Philippe Clement, by 2023-24 standards, he's had a good look, hasn't he? Yeah, he's had he's had a definitely had a good look at him um you know he said when he came into the club even before he was manager he watched all the games back and you know now he's got to deal with him on a day-to-day basis and and, and decided that alone was was right for him but 
you loan players for various different reasons. You know, the obvious one is if they're not doing well enough to stay in your team. But sometimes just like if I can't give him the football that he maybe needs at this moment in time, it's best for the player and the club that he goes away, gets that game time. And then as Andy says, he either comes back in the summer a better player or you get to sell him. Um, you know, it's very rare, Andy, that you pay three and a half million pounds for a player and you're the only one in the market for him. So I don't think Rangers would take a massive hit if they were to sell him, even if he did stay at Rangers for the rest of the season, didn't play a lot. But it definitely helps with him going on loan if he can, you know, turn in some good performances. Yeah, I mean, I almost to then contradict myself, it's 15 appearances under <clears throat> Philippe Clement. So yeah. I, and mm. I know that, that definitely doesn't sound a lot, but like I say, it's not like one of those where you think, oh, this, this, the manager's just never liked this guy. He's written him off from day one. I don't think that was the case. Well, did something not just say there that he played in the final as well? Uh, yeah. So, you know, he's, he, he has played. I just think Clement, you know, for whatever reason, doesn't see him. I mean, to be fair, he's on for the last eight minutes. Right, okay. But I, I just don't uh, think Clement sees him in the Rangers mm. team. I think it's as simple as that. Whether he goes away and impresses, just quickly looking at his. I mean, I think that was touched on when he first came in. His goal scoring record in recent times hasn't been too great elsewhere. I think he's got two goals with Rangers. It maybe just doesn't see him in, in the Rangers team and, you know, he maybe has somebody in mind to come in and, and, and take that place in the squad. Andy, would, do you think this means the same type of player brought in to take that space or do Rangers not need that area and, and that, you know, that goes, those resources go elsewhere? Well, I, th- I think I think it's a case of now having to wait till after break to see how the squad is, you know, doing players, we've got a lot of players to come back for injury, so... You know, it's a hard one to say because obviously players need to go out. A few more players maybe need to go out before he's going to get more money to sign some new ones in. But he's got a big squad there. There's you know, four or five you know, really good players on the on the couch, you know, you know what I mean? Medical bench. So it's, it's a hard one to say right now. Yeah, I mean, you look at that area of the pitch and even if he hasn't been good, Marvin, I won't bore you with the appearance statistics again but he's clearly played mm-hmm. so is that a gap that needs filled directly or it, it depends the way the manager wants to play going forward you know because like you said he's inherited a squad and he maybe he's playing a certain style now because of the players that he has within the building suits it might be a position that maybe becomes a little bit redundant in, in, in terms of the shape that he wants to play um so you never know obviously you know the way he's thinking but you know, there is now obviously wages there to spend. As I said, I don't know if they've got a loan fee, but he's going to have um, scope to bring in another player, you know, whether it's in that area or, or a different area, Gordon. I imagine that the Rangers will be busy this window or continue to be busy. Mm. What should the priority be, Andy? Well, I think right now we keep a I mean, I don't know if Yelmaz is going to go, but I thought he, I mean, he played man in a match. I know he's only against Kamarnock, but in the Barrage, he's still been injured. So left back could be a wee bit worrying if Yelmaz does go and Barrage isn't back fit. Absolutely. Um, were you surprised at that one earlier in the week? I was surprised. Um, cause I agree with Andy. I think he's got better. Um, you know, the more games he's played, and I think him and Seema, you know, have linked up extremely well of recent. So I was surprised when I saw that it looks like he's heading out of the window. I wouldn't have been surprised maybe, you know, in the summer if it was to happen. Um, but I think he's he's done well, you know, since coming into that position. But if he, if he is to go, I imagine that the club will definitely be trying to sign another left-back. I know Sterling can play there. Um, you know, I know it's a gap that you can fill, but I think they'll want an out and out left back to definitely be challenged there with Barisic when he's uh, back fit. Keep seeing Josh Doig's name mentioned, and that's again I called it silly season. Mm-hmm. You can 
it's, it's, it's in some regards a bit early to know whether that's people just putting two and two together or whether that's something that could come to fruition. It would be a strange one, though, wouldn't it? Because Yilmaz is going to yeah. where Josh is now and then almost you, you, you bring Josh across. it, And it's one that's going to cost them, you know, a fair bit of money as well. So it's going to have to be right for them. Um, I don't think Josh has been playing, has he, consistently? Kieran um, played the last game. Yeah, I don't think there's been... I think I've had a few injuries yeah. and stuff. Um, it's meant he meant he's came in. Obviously, listen, he's, he's a player who knows the league. He did extremely well at Queen's Park on loan before breaking into the Hibs first team and doing well. So, yeah, you know, maybe it is one that they'll look at. And, you know, he's a powerful boy, definitely, definitely a runner from left-back. So if that's the type they want, then obviously, you know, he fits that bill. Uh, thank you, Andy. What about Craig and Airdrie Craig? Sam Lammers away on loan. Do you need someone else in that specific position or is it mostly about elsewhere? Hello. Hi, Craig. Hi, um, I'm Craig Beardrie. Can you repeat that, sorry? Uh, Sam Lammers away on loan. What do you think needs to happen now? Do you need another player think, in his position? No, I think what we need to do, I think we need to look at the transfer option and I think we need to bring, I think we need to bring in another striker because to refer back to the, the point, the, the old firm, and it was clearly shown that we'd obviously there was nobody in front of goal that was obviously taking taking the chances, and yeah. I think that that's, I think that's where we fell um, yeah. against Celtic, especially in the first half when Celtic went one one nothing up, and I think after thirty six or thirty seven minutes, I think that we should have scored. We had a bundle of chances. Yeah, you like to think that one game doesn't change your your transfer plans, but it certainly highlighted. The difference at the sharp end of the pitch in both think, those teams, didn't it? I think even taking away the Celtic game, I think Rangers haven't, uh, from all the players that have come in, I don't think they have that recognised centre forward yet. You know, I think Dessers, as we said earlier on the show, you know, he's shown little signs here and there. Uh, I don't think, you know, convinced with him uh, just yet. And, you know, you look to Morelos being the focal point for years before, I don't think they've replaced him mm. yet. So I think that will be one of the positions in the squad that Clement will look to, to try and strengthen. Because, look, overall, and this is what we said last night when we were having our surprise of the season, Rangers summer recruitment's a proper mixed bag because mm -hmm. Jack Butland has been excellent. Mm -hmm. He was signing of the season, incidentally, on Monday's award. Um, and Abdallah Seema wouldn't have been far off it. Yeah, um, It just so happens the jury's out on Danilo because he's had so many injuries. It's Dessers hasn't been scoring enough and the guy who's maybe supposed to supply him and Sam Lammers, it's that it's that combo. That's what people mean, isn't it, when they question the the recruitment previously. Um were Fabio Silva's already in the building. Yeah. Were Rangers always gonna look to add more? Does does could could Lammers make way for again another more of an out and out striker or I think it becomes difficult to sign another one um, unless you get another striker to leave the building. Like you said, you know, you, you add roof to that as well. I know he's got his injury problems, but you're paying the wages of kind of four strikers at this moment in time. And, you know, if to bring in a fifth one, I think would leave them extremely top heavy. I understand, you know, the Rangers fans are saying they want more quality in front of goal, as Craig's saying there. They, they kind of missed that cutting edge, but I think Silva's been brought in for that. Um, to add yet another striker to that, Gordon, I think would, would as I said, leave them far too top heavy and be spending far too much, you know, of their wage bill on, on number nine. Hmm. What do you think, Craig? Still we need, disagreeing? Hello, yeah. hello? Hi. I, I think what we need to do is, obviously, I think, I, I agree with what the pundit had said in regards to 
Silver coming in and I think top heavy. I think what we need to do in this transfer window, I think we need to look at bringing a centre. I think we need to look at bringing a centre back in, um, possibly a left back, and because obviously Baratic is Baratic just out out at the moment. But I think um, in regards to bringing, I think bringing Morelos back and bringing a centre defence, no central defender in. For obviously Europe, mm-hmm. because I think I think there needs to be a bit of quality there. Because when we look back to the match against Limassol, we were very very poor compared to when we had the Europa. And we, if we want a serious chance at going far in Europe, I think we need we need to bring a striker. And I think Morelos is obviously struggling overseas now. I think that he would welcome back a loan move to. Rangers and I think bringing back a central defender because I think the way we defended against Celtic was shocking and also against Limassol and that, that there's been other matches as well and I think Clement needs to put his own touch on it as well because we're talking about Michael Beale who's brought in a lot of players that have potentially been below the, below the belt for Rangers standards. Michael Beale get the congratulations though for signing Jack <laughs> Butland and Abdallah Seema um, what about centre back it, it's funny I'm going to say that it's gone quiet <coughs> how, how can something start and then go quiet all within the space of like a couple of days but we're impatient during the January window I know there was talk of Scott McKenna as an example mm-hmm. um, again is that an area that, that Rangers would look at they've clearly got numbers there so in that regard no but would he be better than what's there are there players out there who are better and does Philippe Clement want his own man in that department? Listen, I think, as I said there, when a manager goes into a new club, you always kind of assess what you have there and you always compare it to what you know or what you believe would potentially improve that area. But it comes down to the numbers again, Gordon. Unfortunately, that's the boring side of it because we just listened and there, you kind of got Balogun, Goldson, Suter and, and Davies. That, that's four centre-halves that you have there that all expect to play, by the way. So when that team's named on a Saturday, all four of those expect to play. So if you bring in a fifth one with that same mindset expecting to play, then you're going to also you're going to have a problem because only two of them can play, potentially two of them on the bench. That means one's now in the stands. And sometimes it's about you know having that balance right. You don't want to create problems for yourself. If you can get rid of one of those four, if you believe that you can get an upgrade and, and bring somebody else in, then you know fair play. But you also got young players in the background as well trying to make breakthroughs. So. Again, I'll be surprised if they bring in a centre-half unless one of those four I've just named, you know, they get rid of. I think a left-back. I think if Yilmaz, I think the left-back, obviously, I just... For, I think, as Craig said himself, that if Barisic is out, then, you know, you're left late on that left-hand side. But, you know, to reiterate what Marv's saying, I think that... And Clement's did that as well. You know, he's got Lammers out, so I'd, I'd imagine that's to create a space to bring somebody in. I think for uh, the likes of Rangers to move forward in this particular transfer window, they would need to shuffle the pack. You know, they would need to have people leaving the squad, you know, to replace them. Uh, thanks, Craig. Nice to speak to you. 01419511025. We're over there on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. And it is a really good time to call because if you pick up that phone, there's a good chance we'll get you on next. And whilst you do get your calls in, whilst we line them up, let me tell you about this. Clyde One. 
That is if I can find my bit of paper with the Make Me A Winner details on it. And it remains to be seen, Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly, if I can do that. And there's only so long a man can die <laughs> until he finds and we're not helping you either. bit of paper. <laughs> water. I'm now pretty sure it's actually not here. Well, you should know it off by heart, and there's a, a man of your ilk. That's what worries me. Um, no, I've got it. See, that's <laughs> a problem. Not a problem. We're still looking for our first winner. There's panic from the door there. The week on Make Me A Winner with five rings we've had a hello we've had a voicemail and it's getting serious we a could voicemail make... i know Imagine disaster <laughs> disaster i don't well they're all bad though what's worse that or picking up and true. saying hello hello true when you're meant to true. say Absolute a nightmare. anyway fifty-eight thousand pounds tomorrow when we make the call you need to be in that draw text yes to 61025 Texts are £2 plus your standard network rate. You can enter at Clyde1.com for £2 or call 0330-880-4523 and the calls are charged at a standard rate. It's over 18s only and entries since Omobalaji won on Friday have rolled over. All the rules for this network competition are online. But as I've just explained, being in the draw is only one part of it. If you get the call after 3pm tomorrow... Answer within five rings, say make me a winner straight away, and that's how you win the £58,000. So text yes to 61025. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish Football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here. It's 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB do get in touch I'll see if there's any well wishes for you two uh, over there um, MJH10 says will you tell Marvin it was disgraceful the language he was using on Saturday when his team didn't get a throw in <laughs> telling, the, telling the ref to do his job when one of the players got fouled <laughs> why is it not Marvin it's just a throw in it's just a throw in it's important. <laughs> You're saying that I was at my kids' football on Saturday, and there was an old grandpa get sent off. And the same thing. No, he got told a throw to, in. Yeah, contested a throw in. They were getting beat about five 0 at the time. The uh, opposition, and he got asked to leave the premises. Throws are important. Obviously, quite often. <laughs> lead to goals. Four and against. I'm an absolute hypocrite. Anyone who's ever played football with me will <laughs> be saying, imagine. you must be joking, you're going to have a pop at people for a complaint. <laughs> Did you get booked? But that's what separates no, have you been like me and professionals like you. When? Twice it's twice the season I've been booked. Both unfairly. Yeah. Mm. I wish you know, Saturday night, like because it is the winter break, and on one hand, like we're loving the opportunity to sort of shine a light in the bits of the Scottish game that we don't often get the chance to. Usually we are wall to wall with the premiership on a Saturday. We had a reporter at Benson. Mars Mars game and um then we got a caller, a Falkirk fan, phoned in and on the open line on Saturday he was complaining about his anti football tactics. Oh. Oh really? Yeah, Falkirk fan phoned in and was calling you all sorts. We had more possession than them. It couldn't have been that anti-football. Did you? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That in there. there you go. Oh, he was saying you parked all sorts you of buses. The bus. You were. He was raging with you. Yeah. Should have mm-hmm. parked their budget. In when front did of they the score? Goal. Oh, look at him. <laughs> when you've got score? a nibble. Forty-sixth minute. Team talk worked Literally. in. So quick. But then boys reacted well again. Do you know what the best bit of, uh, is? Like, it is a good job you don't listen. You get a hard time in here on a Saturday. Oh, that's Because we're all just kicking back. Hugh yeah. and Gordon and Mark. Um, and obviously, like, we always say that, right, what's he got up his sleeve? What's his halftime team talk going to be? Is it going to be inspiring? <laughs> <laughs> 46 <laughs> minutes, Falkirk 1, Queen of the South nil. I've heard that a few Saturdays. <laughs> you, you do get a hard time. Yeah. Have you heard that at all? Nah. <laughs> 
I'm listening to that when the game's going on. I've got trouble. I'm thinking about afterwards. Obviously no to join the game. Well, listen, this is the biggest support that you could have because we all know that producer John is a big Falkirk oh, fan and he has messaged me to say that you're right, you did have more of the ball. Um, but what Falkirk had 15 shots and you are one. So I no, don't really know see, how that, that that's works. that's not right either because we had we had definitely had two. Though. Oh, two, sorry, two, right, okay. Two. But Stand correct. They hit the target with three and one of them was a goal. One of them was a back pass. One of them was a good save, to be fair. Zero on target, he says. But oh, listen. Cove were the same yesterday, weren't they? These things Two are. games of full cut, no shots on their goal. They're still sitting around about the, the playoffs. Yeah. Eh? You're not Trying to wait to pounce. Yeah. Mm. We'll be waiting. 01419511025. <laughs> That's the number you need. David is on the line. How's it going, David? How you doing? All right. Not bad. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Good. Um, good to hear you. Uh, happy New Year. <laughs> Absolutely. What's your uh, what's your take then early on in this new year, early in this window? What are you thinking as a Rangers um, fan tonight? Yeah, well, basically, I just think that um, I was just want to see what Simon and Marvin was thinking about. Like, if we were to sign Long Shanklin, did they think that um, us progressing for the not just the league, just like in the Europa last sixteen? Do you mm-hmm. think having a striker like Long Shanklin would push it? Pushes further. Do you know what? I am as guilty as anyone. I think there's like there's been this expectation in Scottish football that by at the very latest, the third of January, Lauren Shanklin mm. would either have the Ranger scarf for yeah, his head or a bumper New Hearts deal in front. And it's, it's just, I thought you were going to say Celtic. Um, well, we had a bit of debate, didn't we, mm. a couple of weeks ago on the show? Um, but it's still, it's just, it's just there. He's, he's, he's just, he's under everyone's nose. He's a top scorer in the league, so people are. Asking the questions whether anything happens on that front remains to be seen. I, th- I think to answer David's question, in my opinion, does he improve the Rangers team? I think he does. I think he does. I think he's added bits to his game. He's got a maturity about him. He's scored at all different levels right through his career. Uh, I've watched him this season again. Gets himself into the Scotland squad. And I think he would be on the radar for, you know, I mentioned Celtic there as well, but obviously it's well documented. He's a Rangers supporter. Uh, but yeah, just to strip it back and answer David's question, I think it would improve the Rangers team. Yeah, I agree. I, I think when you've got somebody scoring that amount of goals, um, they can't fail but to you know improve, especially when you can go into the same league and, and without being disrespectful to Hearts to to a bigger and better club um, and better team. So yeah, I think you know Shanklin would definitely make a difference to them. Um, is he top of their wish list? You know, we don't know. Um, I imagine he'll stay at Hearts until the summer, if I'm honest. You know, just with the Euros really? coming up. Yeah, I just think. <clears throat> He's got that guaranteed football there, hasn't he? Um, you know, and, and it's a massive chance for him, obviously, at his age. He's 28 years of age now. It's probably the last Euros that he's really going to be, you know, trying to get involved in. I know 32 is not old, but there's always somebody else coming through. Um, so I think, you know, it's important for him internationally that he needs to be playing week in, week out. And do you get that at Rangers? You know, it's more difficult to definitely maintain that number nine shirt. So I think he'll stay at Hearts and, you know, if he is to leave, he'll leave in the summer. But I think he's been fantastic this season. Yeah, cause, I mean, to state the obvious, is it not as pressing because it's not the summer you know, you're not talking mm-hmm. about that that kind of clean slate and maybe it is the last chance for a move the summer's only a couple of months away and there's the Euros Does that is that what changes this from maybe similar situations that, that could arise at a different point? I think the Euros is the biggest one Gordon I think you know if this was next year for example um, and there wasn't the Euros coming up at the end of the season um, I think he'd be more inclined to move during this window or maybe be pushing it more as a player um, because, you know, the opportunity to play for Celtic and Rangers doesn't come about all the time. But I think it's massive, you know, as, as a Scotland international to get into that squad and to go to Euros, you know, that that's life-changing for you. You know, 
maybe not financially the same way it'd be going to Rangers, but to put on the strip of your country a major tournament, you know, not a lot of players get to do that. And I think that's what uh, Lawrence will have his eyes firmly fixed on. Mm. Is that your priority for this window, David? Could I just come in for one more thing? Of course, yeah, of course. Um, So basically, um, I'm I'm just thinking, like, yeah, as he's he's, he's at the age now, he needs to, like, push on. And let's be honest, Dessers hasn't shown that. I've been a Rangers supporter all my days, and obviously we've seen Lammers going away. They're not not Rangers quality. Let's be honest, they're not Rangers quality. And somebody like Shankland, you need... I wouldn't like to say the wrong word, but... He scores goals in the Scottish Premiership, and that's who Rangers need to go for. Because Rangers need a goal scorer, and that's what he is. And like Michael Beale signed Shankland, uh, sorry, uh, Michael Beale signed uh, Dessers, and uh, yeah, he scored some good goals and that. But he's no Rangers. He's no. He's not Rangers quality. David, you have you have Silver though as well. You just brought in Silver on on loan. So okay, if you've got Silver and Shankland, who do you play? But he's not an out striker. That's a thing. Play both. Silver. So is, is Silver an out and out? I, 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 I would say I would say yeah. Shankland is, is more an out and out striker. Like more than I mean, Silver's more like uh, he, he's not an out and out striker. Hundred percent not an out and out striker. Where, where where did he play for Wolves? Nowhere. When he did get a chance, <laughs> where, where where was he signed to play for Wolves? I think it does well, remain to be seen, though. I think you know. What's his goal scoring record? What's, what's but that doesn't mean you're, you're a striker. You're not a striker. <laughs> you know, there's some... maybe not an effective one. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I just, I, 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 personally, I just think that there's a there's a guy out there that can score goals in the Scottish Premier League, mm-hmm. and and and, and he's scored. He's consistent scoring, whether they're getting beat or not getting beat. And I just think the Rangers. That's that's a guy, a hundred percent, a million percent that every Rangers supporter have said. They should be signing him. You cannot argue with a million percent, Marvin. I think you'll <laughs> yeah. find. Um, but it just footballing wise, it might make sense. Mm-hmm. You just wonder if financially it makes any sense for Hearts. Mostly, we all, mm-hmm. we, we're in Glasgow and we're, we kind of do that as if well, if Rangers want them, they just get them and, and that's it. But we've said it before: third place in the Premiership gets you about six million pounds of European yeah, true. money. True. Can Hearts finish third without them? I think most people would edge sure. towards no. Um, there are obviously no guarantees, but you think it would have to at least be making a big dent in that six million for them to entertain it as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. I think you would struggle. Hearts would struggle to replace like for like Shanklin. That goes without saying. Is their talisman? Is their skipper? Uh, and as I said earlier on, I think he's improved over the years. You know, his understanding of that role in the team, position in the team. Great finisher. It was just answering David's question. I, I see Marv's point as well. You know, from a personal point of view, he will have an eye on the, the Euros. And you're, are you got yes, you're probably guaranteed more game time at Hearts. But you know, if the club that he supported as a kid came knocking, mm-hmm. it's it's a big decision for him. Is he Would gar- he back himself to go into that team and, and and play in that team? But I suppose recent history tells you that he's in, Hearts form might not guarantee him. A place at the Euros, or does it for you? Yeah, you think I, it does. I, I now? think it does. I think the form he's in at Hearts at this moment in time. If he continues that for the rest of the season, then so that guarantees what gives him, him the best chance. That gives him the best chance because, as I said, you go, you go to Rangers and say, for example, he doesn't score for the first three or four games. You know, you're at a high pressure club there where 
potentially you're on the bench. Yeah. You know? Philippe Clement's not going to say, I'll keep playing him so he can go to the Euros. Yeah. I, I take that point. I think this season's clearly been a defining one, hasn't it? In the sense mm-hmm. that maybe the quality of goal and the quality of opposition and people... I don't. I think if anyone's thought he was just a penalty box striker, they've not been watching anyway. But surely by now everyone has woken up. When you look at even the qualifiers, I think he scored both games against Rosenborg, didn't he? He scored against Pauk, got his Scotland Impressive. goal. Yeah, he was impressive in um, Europe last year. The goal, you know, some good headers. The one against Celtic, the, mm-hmm. the Scotland goal was a good header. Some brilliant the one, one against Hibs. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that was moving, on to, I was moving <laughs> on to those left-footed finishes as well. Um, yeah, certainly going to be an interesting few weeks. The 10th of January, early in some people's books, not in others. Thank you very much to David. Uh, let's play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Come on then, it's beat the pundit time. Oh, these two, the pressure is off you two after last night. I heard. I'm so relaxed. That's zero. Zero for My mate Andy told me he got a zero. Mister DL Marvin Bartley. Just need one. Pretending he's got friends. That is a strange start (laughs) to the night. If you want to play, beat the pundit. Now is the time to call. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five, and the lines close at seven. And don't forget, in the second hour of tonight's show, this should be a wide-ranging, easy, fun conversation to get involved in. We're looking for your moment of the season so far. It can be. Anything you like Pick up the phone We'll play Beat the Pundit next The winning team All season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here We spent the first hour of the show With the latest transfer Rumour and speculation I think it's mostly that At this stage Although uh, There was a confirmed move out of Rangers today Which was Sam Lammers heading to Utrecht on loan So if you want to add to that You can But every night this week We've been having great fun uh, A nice bit of Something slightly different On the discussion uh, For our awards ceremonies Is awards season I'm reliably informed It was the Golden Globes that, yeah. You may have you yeah. may have seen that Maybe A little bit of it um, And, and it's, we thought we'd get involved um, Did Why you not? see the Selena Gomez And Taylor Swift clip It's sort of gone viral so it's like Selena Gomez like leans in. Oh, I can't remember which way around that is. One of them, yeah, Selena Gomez mm. says something to Taylor Swift, and she she sort of reacts. And oh, people have, have been sort of adding yeah. their own yes, captions to yeah. it. So tonight, yeah. one of the comedians through there in the production department put that video on our Twitter feed and saying, "Can you believe it? Marvin Bartley's doing the show tonight, even though Queen of the South <laughs> lost." To which Taylor Swift replies. <gasps> That's good going So there we go Anyway We've had good fun this week We did signing of the season We did surprise of the season Well done to Jack Butland and Liam Scales For being our winners so far Tonight is your moment of the season There's the music There's the music Brilliant There we go Uh, It's your moment of the season It could be a memorable goal A memorable win uh, A trophy success Or to be honest, more interestingly, it could be something completely bizarre. What, you know these things that Scottish football just specialises in? These moments that live long in the memory for weird and wonderful reasons. Well, whatever it is, we're looking for your Scottish football moment of the season and you can call us right now and we'll play this first. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right, it is Beat the Pundit time. You have Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley here feeling 
Like the pressure's off Because Gordon DL got a big fat zero On last night's show <laughs> Famous last words <laughs> I know It was spectacular um, And what, what a couple of weeks it's been on Beat the Pundit Did you hear Have you ever heard the story about Marshall from last week? No, no. Marshall called in from Vermont Okay In the US of A um, But not because he is from Scotland or anything He's, he's, he's just from Vermont and he came to Glasgow like once or twice and then just fell in love with Super Scoreboard. <laughs> Seriously. He's, he's like completely American and he took Mark Wilson to a tiebreaker. <laughs> and last night's caller Some was um, someone who lived in Sydney, Australia. John is a bit closer to home. John's in Eaglesham. How's it going, John? Eaglesham. Wow. Eaglesham Derby. Hi. Hi, Ooh. not too bad. How are you? Have you ever seen Simon Donnelly walking the dog? All the time Do you? Seriously? But you only see the top of his head Because he's always on the phone Yeah, that's Is him that right? Yeah. You're one of those Zero no. phone walkers not, not particularly you do, You're out walking all the time <laughs> It's a small village I can, I can believe it So I'm taking, taking the dogs out But not particularly on the it phone It only makes that's sense that you Say hello next that's time, John I'm doing just now I'm out with the dog at the moment You, oh. would, you would have to are you down, Where are you, John? Are you in the lorry? Mm, I'll put the top up on Street at the moment Alright Enjoy that's when I got married That neck Happy of the woods days. Did you? Yeah. Anyway It's not about me um, You'll need to drop the ball off Hand deliver it Surely When John inevitably beats you It might not uh, be I him though Heads it will be Simon And tails Marvin Bartley And it is The Eaglesham Derby yes. I've definitely oh, never said that On the show Eaglesham before Derby. John Bring come on. on Bring it definitely on Definitely not What we do is give Simon Some greatest hits radio To listen to and we'll get the clock ready for you, John. 30 seconds. Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer, OK? Yep, no problem. Top man, your time starts now. Tony Mowbray's been appointed manager of which club? Sunderland. Name any of the English sides that Mitchie Batshuayi played for. Chelsea. Uh, which SPFL team do Clyde ground share with? Uh, pass. What city will host this season's Europa League final? Pass Which Highland League team Shares its name With the Rolling Stones Lead guitarist Pass It's a sneaky one That in there I must say Right let's bring Simon Donnelly back Can you hear us I can yes There's a proper Like left field question In there And I must admit Right (laughs) by my own standards I actually did read them In advance tonight But obviously Only read the first Like four And thought They're fine And then (laughs) Missed the proper Left field one But it's fine It's all good fun Uh, Right You've got 30 seconds and your time starts now. Tony Mowbray has been appointed manager of which club? Birmingham. Name any of the English sides Mitchy Batsuai played for? Chelsea. Which SPFL side do Clyde ground share with? Oh, pass. Which city will host this season's Europa League final? Milan. Which Highland League team shares its name with the Rolling Stones lead guitarist? Pass No, oh, big music fan How many current Scottish Premiership sides Has Lauren Shanklin played for? Quick Can't. Come on Quick Quick Two Okay What do you think John? Have you done enough? Nah Got oh. the Sunderland one wrong I knew I it was wrong Oh I know I know I know yeah. Let's find out Let's find out Tony Mowbray <laughs> Why are you looking at me that Let's Let's scraped another one I'm so disappointed T- Tony Mowbray's last club was Sunderland He'd replaced Wayne Rooney yeah. At Birmingham <clears throat> yeah. yeah Simon goes 1-0 in front uh, Mitchy Batshuayi Was linked with Rangers For about an hour this morning I think Before um, the cold water Got poured on it Crystal Palace or Chelsea You both got that right So 2-1 To Simon um, Marvin will know this Surely Clyde ground share with Simon you don't know now Hamilton 
is the Ackies. It's Hamilton Ackies. I like that. Um, mm. Which city will host this season's Europa League final? I thought you might know this, John. I thought you Rangers fans had uh, tickets booked and it would be a very interesting takeover of Dublin should it's Rangers Dublin. Oh, uh, get oh. to that final. A few games to win before yeah. that. Who's the score? 2-1 to you. 2-1. Even, even if I gave you a bit of time, Simon, do you know what? The producers had... They were all sure you'd get this because you're a big music fan. Which Highland League team shares its name with the Rolling Stones lead guitarist? No? Still nothing? Still nothing from you, John? Uh, no, Brora Rangers. <laughs> no, Mr. Brora is not the Rolling Stones lead guitarist. Keith? No. Moon. <laughs> no. Richards. Keith? Richards. That's a Highland League team. All right. Oh, wasted on you too. It was wasted. Absolutely. I didn't even understand. Wasted. Bad guy. It was a nickname. Yeah. I was looking for a nickname. Is that not where Colin Henry started out? Keith, I would have been. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, and oh, listen to these two. Aye, aye, yeah. No, no, no yeah, it's easy, isn't it? How many current yeah, Scottish Premiership sides has Lauren Shanklin played for? Hearts, St Mirren, and Aberdeen. It is three. Yeah. Played for Dundee United and Ayr and Morton. Who did I say? Two. Three. two. You said two. Who did John say? I would have said three. I never got there. John Simon. never got there. It's a two-one win for Simon oh, Donnelly. Scrape. He is the John. He's the master of the ugly win. How bad was that, honestly? No, I thought John was decent. Make sure you give him a wave next time you're walking the dogs, John. Yeah, I'll chat the head. Yeah, say hello, John. Good man. Thank you very much, John. Take care. There you go. Another win. Ugly, ugly, ugly. John needs to call every Wednesday. First one of the year. That is awful, isn't it? To be fair, he was distracted. He's walking his dog at the same time, Gordon. It's kind of unfair on John. That's why you beat him, poor man. Out there in the cold, walking his dog, wanting a sign ball, one of your neighbours, and you go and beat him. And I, I would have dropped it off as well. If it's a family one, show. personally dropped it off for John. Anyway, right, let's do awards time. You can still call about other things, but this has been good fun this week. We are looking for tonight, your moment of the season. We had signing of the season on Monday. Well done to Jack Butland. We had surprise of the season and it was won narrowly by the emergence of Liam Scales. Tonight is your moment of the season. <clears throat> it could be a memorable goal. It could even be a memorable tackle or sending off or something. You decide. It can be anything at all. Moment of the season. There are loads coming in on Twitter, um, but it goes without saying we much prefer to hear your suggestions on the phone. So 01419511025. Uh, what have we got here? Um... Any that spring to mind? What about you as a Celtic leaning pundit, Simon? What would what Celtic standout moment of the season? One single moment. December the thirtieth. Yeah, it was a big result. So what, like the full time whistle then, or Kyogo's straight? Yeah, both the back of both the goals, but I think the result. I think obviously Clement came in. Rangers were on a good run. The league, you know, the the, the position in the table, they were closing the gap. They still can with the two games and. Hand, but I think that was a big result. Okay, what's Queen of the South's moment of the season? I've got, no, I, I'm still I'm, to come. Yeah, still to come. Yeah, that's, that's First very, weekend in May. That's very, when very profound of you. Uh, there's loads coming in on Twitter, like I say, and I, I'm looking for some, you know, even some funny ones as well. Some sort of left field. Um, someone in the office who is a, a Celtic fan, I should mm. point out, um, suggested what about. Santa getting booed at Celtic Park. I was there. <laughs> That's the was moment terrible. of the season. I was doing the commentary, <laughs> and just it was the Hearts game, wasn't it? And you know, it was the atmosphere was bad. Celtic were getting beat. We were on the gantry, 
and the guy that I do the commentary with, we could see Santa below us, <laughs> and he turned to me and said, "I bet you he, he gets booed here," and he did. <laughs> Wasn't very you Christmas spirity. You shouldn't have joined in though. I thought <laughs> that was when you took it too far. <laughs> Celtic TV boo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there we go it could be something as bizarre as that it could be um, I see lots of people acknowledging some of the good things Scotland have done uh, Felix mm. thinks the roof winner in, against Betis the most important moment of the season national coefficient secured Rangers passage to last 16 first win in Spain versus a Spanish team in loads of cash says Felix so I like that at least you're like backing it up uh, shown me uh, I've actually got one right I think h- how's about this if we've, I think we've been digging into the archives could this go down as the moment of the season I know for a fact you've been there the Norrie McCarthy stand Dunfermline so none of you got ball. it which means Ryan gets one and Marvin gets his first zero. It's been a long time coming. His behaviour has been disgraceful and beat the pundit. Do you stare right down that camera over there, please? And just describe to us how it feels to get a zero. It hurts. It, it does hurt a lot. Um, and I will be putting a petition together to re- replace the producer. So if you want to sign that, just come across to my socials and we'll get that put together. So there we go. Marvin Bartley getting grannied on beating the pundit. A zero. That, that a could be your moment of the season. No, that was a bad, bad time. Simon. Questions that week. We going along with that? Absolutely. Were you, were you with that? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I oh, wasn't. I think I seen a wee it? clip on. Oh, that was magnificent. Social media. Yeah, that was unfair. Right, let's get the ball rolling because the aim between now and the end is that you are going to suggest them to us on the phones on Twitter. We'll try and kind of count them up. We might add a little bit of, you know, expert opinion from Simon and Marvin, and we'll come up with a short list, and you can vote on them all night long. I'll announce the winner tomorrow, Martin. In Erskine, what has been Scottish football's moment of the season so far? Good evening. Um, to me, the moment of the season is the reserve keeper for a broth, Ali Adams. Yes, he was, takes a bit of beating. December scored an absolutely outrageously stunning goal. Considering the sideway pass he received, he turned like Rudolf Nuriet <laughs> shot like James McFadden against France. <laughs> It's a good dis- uh, description. Right peg deserves an award. Honestly, yeah. right? I, I don't know how we top that from that because it is clearly the best suggestion. Mm-hmm. Everything that goes, and then the way Martin describes it as well, that is going to be tough to beat. I want you to try, by the way, keep the calls coming in. But I mean, wh- where do you Amazing. start? He's the sub goalie. He's brought on up front. He then not only scores, but scores. Like that, mm-hmm. as Martin says, the standard of goal any player anywhere does that. You're waxing lyrical about it. Incidentally, you'd think we meant these things. He was named the SPFL goal. <laughs> I, was, of the... I thought you were about to say he was named up front. In the no, next... <laughs> uh, he's not played since. Um, goal of the month winner today, no surprise there. Um, just amazing, wasn't amazing. it? Amazing, amazing story, you know, coming on uh, and the quality of the goal. The quality of the goal, you know, there's a, I was saying to Marv there on the break, there's a commentary over it that you have to go on your social media. It's quite funny. I think I've been made aware of it and I haven't actually watched it yet. Messi and Ronaldo and, you know, what a strike it was. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The finish was was brilliant, you know. Put a smile on everyone's face, I think, seeing that. And like you said, Martin's kind of commentary over the top of it or description of it makes it even better. 
But yeah, what a finish that was for him. And it, I mean, it's gone to talk about viral doesn't even cover it, and mm-hmm. he's been asked everywhere. What, what, was about it the it. winner? What, what was the score? No, going it on? brought it back to two one. I think didn't it? Right. I thought I'm it was sure. equal. Martin, can you remember? I thought it was equaliser. No, no, was that made it two one? He made it two one. Yeah, he started the comeback. Well, let's not take the shine off and go. No, that's still listen. And it's the circumstances that they had to do it. Obviously, we've seen it yeah. in the past. Remember David James? Yeah. And it's usually an absolute disaster. Did he not just kind of lumber around oh. and bash everyone out the road yeah. a bit like you at trying the Masters, <laughs> trying to get hit on the diag, the dodge him. Um, <laughs> but this guy, and I'm sure I read somewhere that he's done it for like junior and amateur teams that he's oh, played really? for right. before. This is not. This is not his first rodeo. I do have a question though. The player that he came on for was that a player injured. Because I'm telling you something, if the manager puts up my number for a goalie to come on for me, yeah. it's not happening. It's end of your... <laughs> no, I'm not going off. Career, no, I'm not going off. Yeah, they were all they were all injured, Martin, weren't they? They had to make the subs. Yeah, the only four subs that day, and he had to go on. Right. Okay. Because the thing is, the following game it was the same. It might even have been one fewer. He was there with like two outfield players. Wow. But Jim McIntyre had said, "I'm not doing it again unless again, you know, I absolutely have to." Yeah. And it's it's never been. Not been repeated yet. I think I think if you're Ali Adams, you're just saying, Do you know what, I don't want to play again, that's me. I mean like any like any long range strike, I feel I do sometimes think that, you know, it can happen, people mm. can swing a boot at it, but as Martin so eloquently put it was more than that, is the way it's come across his body, he's turned and hit it. It was unbelievable. Yeah. The process to actually score. It was it was brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And never in his wildest dreams when he hit that did he think that's gonna fly in there though, did it? And he, I think people who were at the games he he genuinely showed a few nice touches before it and stuff <laughs> like that. I think there was one that dropped out of the sky, he pulled it, like laid it off, and people were people were trying to get him on hang, up, hang up the gloves. Yeah. With an all-round performance. Oh, also, again, Martin, if we're adding more layers to this, that's that's his that was his professional debut, is it not? Well, he was down as a reserve goalkeeper. If he had that, I could have said in a goal, he'd be the first choice keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it was his. his de- not not that like not that it makes sense. I'm not, I'm not saying if you're a goalie that's played twenty times, you're more likely to yeah. do that. But um, if that's his debut, he's the winner. I thought it was his debut. I have to say, but um, maybe not. But, but yeah, we championship debut here. Class. Um, How do you no, beat that? You, you don't. You don't beat that. No. You can't beat that. That's a great shout. Brilliant, Martin. And I love the way you described it as well. You are exactly what we had in mind when we launched these awards. No more votes on it. That's it. Thank you, Martin. (laughs) You're right, Martin. (laughs) Brilliant. Love Martin's call there. Paul says, at moment of the season was Kyogo scoring the winner at Ibrox because it was a joyous moment but met with like silence and bewilderment because, of course, the no, uh, no away fans. So Paul's gone for Kyogo's winner at Ibrox would you agree with that would you agree with Ali Adams would you agree with the booing of Santa Claus would you agree with Martin Bartley you can't have Santa in the vote surely getting it's not many uh, getting Granny Don beat the pun <laughs> it really is it's up to you and we'll take more of your calls next Clyde One Super Scoreboard hear it watch it search the YouTube stream now Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley are asking you for your moment of the season. You can still call about anything else, transfer speculation or whatever, but it is it's kicking off this. There's some great suggestions coming in. We've had Ali Adams. They are both sub-goalkeepers. Stunner. That's going to be tough to beat, but 
There might be ones that you want to mention there Maybe tweets about, you know, Kyogo's goal at Ibrox Maybe Kyogo's goal Celtic Park at Rangers fans Is it something in the Europa League? Is it something in the League Cup? Maybe see that, you know, that Philippe Clement First trophy above the head You decide What is your moment of the season? Simon Donnelly has... Um, Text in 10 times For the booing of Santa At Celtic Park um, It's re- remarkable from him <laughs> But true. anyway uh, whilst, you, whilst you line your calls up Let me give you this question The full time teaser With sliding wardrobe solutions East Kilbride Sladwall panels Available in 7 colours Now in stock at East Kilbride At competitive prices It's that man again It's Gordon DL's Unusually long nose Who's sent the question in <laughs> I think this is very, very easy or sl- doable, um, but it has to be because you two are daft at the full time <laughs> teaser. So, uh, can you name the five permanent managers from each of Rangers and Celtic who had the shortest spells at the club? Can you name five permanent managers from Rangers and from Celtic who had the shortest spells at the club? It does not include the current managers. Below. Yep, 43 games. John Barnes? Yep, 29. Good start. That is. Especially you, Marvin. That's like that's not even your yeah, era. No. That's that's not your Scottish football era. Just now these things go to shortest. Oh, here he goes. He's there's, a a, there's a couple there that might come in this Joe Vengloss. Yep, fifty games. Well done. <laughs> nice. See, you doubted me then. No, I did. Marvin, I think you've got a couple more in you. Come on. So see if, how many games was Vingloss? 50 Vim Janssen 51 Yes he's in there as well yeah. Okay we'll leave it there You've got Janssen, Vingloss and Barnes And you've got Beal from Rangers Looking for the five managers from Rangers And five from Celtic Permanent managers Who had the shortest yeah. spells at the club If you want to hear your question used on the show It's fulltime at Clyde1.com Andy is in Royston What has been Scottish football's <laughs> moment of the season Andy? Gordon, I'm knowing Royston. I'm actually in a carpool just now taking my, my boy and his two pals to under-13's training, so they want to say hello. Is that all right? Brilliant. What's their names? Amir, David and Harrison. Do you want to say hello, boys? Hello. Hi, Hi boys. What team? Gallon Cup. Yeah, up at Steps. Right. Uh, so I think it's the team Mikey Johnson used to play for, I'm told. So, um, there you go. They're going to training just now. Hey, boots to Phil. Nice freezing cold night for it. Exactly, I'll be sitting in the <laughs> You'll have the heating on Andy, you're not daft You'll send them exactly. out I'm sure um, exactly. What are you thinking then, top moment of the well, season? Uh, well I was thinking about uh, the, the, the second weekend in December But I'm, I'm going to put that down to being a glitch in the matrix For, for Aberdeen, Celtic and Rangers all winning the games in Europe So I'm going to dismiss all of them <laughs> right. I don't think we can look beyond uh, the second week in June Start of the season, Norway won, Scotland 2 yeah. Moment of the season Kenny McLean, 89 minute. How do you like that? Game over. And it's not just at that, that moment, because it was typically non-Scotland, if you like. Third game of the, uh, the five-game winning streak. Just beat Spain. Everybody in the country expects us to Scotland it. They go one up, and then for whatever reason, the Norwegians take off Haaland. Yeah. Uses that wee, that wee opportunity, and we seize it. Then we're going to get two wins after it. So when you just, it was a magnificent moment for everybody, I'm sure. I probably the whole nation remember celebrating that, that last-minute goal. But just how it meant in the campaign, I think it'll be hard to beat. To be fair, absolutely love that shout. I don't and don't come at me, you pedants, and say that that was last season or whatever. Right, that for the purposes of this very serious award, June can go wherever it likes. Mm. Okay, you don't usually want to play football in June, so you can stick it wherever it goes. And Andy's right again. It's the it's the it's exactly what we had in mind with this award. The moment you can see it 
mm-hmm. crossfield pass McGinn Dykes the layoff Great the goal. finish how good a goal it was goal. what it meant the significance of it as Andy says in the context of the game Scotland had been pretty rotten yeah um, it turned it all around oh, it was just amazing wasn't it yeah we, 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 were, we were terrible in that game the game wasn't good at all when Norway had got in the lead and to get the equaliser I was watching with my boys we were off the couch and then seconds later that well worked goal with Ken McLean that was the moment for me when you know that's us there that was a massive result and I think that wins it for me Andy's choice we think so for me it does yeah Ali Adams he only lasted 10 minutes I'm about to say that Simon wow it was amazing wasn't it no it was it was a brilliant moment like like you said and the best thing for me about these two calls sorry Gordon is the description from both of the callers it's been amazing it's been class not just came on and said oh 2-1 Scotland Norway that was Mm. massive the way he described it no it was brilliant absolutely brilliant as I said as an adopted Scot it was it was fantastic to see um, adopted Scott, I like that. Yeah, massive. Like that. Like that. Adopted by you. you. <laughs> and then you've got um, a man you know well, Lauren Shankland. Uh, Lauren Shankland, because we talk about him every two minutes. Lyndon Dykes. Yeah. Um, trying to think of the time frame. You you could just tell us that you convinced him to play for Scotland, and no one, no one will bat an eyelid, no one will check. Do you know what's actually really interesting? And this <laughs> oh, is no, no banter. Like I remember him having the option for both, and right. us sitting down and speaking about it quite a lot, and the pros and cons. For both and listen he's made the, the right choice i think every scotland fan will say that mm. but you know it was it was a strange time you know because at first i don't think scotland were interested i think that's what happened in australia about to call him up and then i think clark was like no do you know what we'll have a look at him and you know the rest is kind of history andy you're right though i mean it's not that long ago so i think most people will remember but it, it probably is a goal that will stand the test of time much like mcfadden in paris or whatever where you can always remember where you were when you watched it won't you Absolutely. Yeah, there's no many moments. I think I've shared with you before, Gordon, a couple of moments. Uh, that, that takes me back. Simon, I remember that, that when, Hart, when, when Larson scored the, 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 the goal in Boa Vista, yep. to go 1 0 up in the semi final was one of the moments. Then Lee Griffith's second free kick against England yes. was another of the moments. They're, they're few and far between. But I promise you that that was the moment uh, for me this season. And it's up, well, up there with two for me anyway. Ah, I loved it. Yeah. We were down at a friend's house watching it. Um, and my friend's wee boy, Jake, is a, it was about five or six at the time, but the celebrations were, he just got a fright because everybody was like, children were getting thrown around, <laughs> the noise levels were through the, the roof. The, the way the game goes though, <laughs> when Dyke scores, we'd have you'd take that. Yeah. Taken that. that mm-hmm. we, were, we were delighted at that, and then, as I say, seconds later, we're away with the three points, and you can see how much it means to the people in the, the Tartan Army and the, and, the, and the players going away into the corner as well, because... The way the oh, game was going, didn't it? so long in that game, it looked as if we weren't getting anything at all. McGinn are screaming down the camera it's lens. Maybe it's on his weak foot as well. Weak foot just guides it. I can't decide whether it's because I've seen it so often, but I do feel like I remember it in, in that moment where you can you can kind of see it as soon as Scott McTominay goes down that side. Mm-hmm. You see where McGinn is, yeah. and you can you could almost see all the pieces yeah, falling coming in together. Place. Yeah, and then it, then it happens. No, it was as we keep saying, it was brilliant. And kind of reliving that memory now but with you guys speaking and Andy describing it as well as he has. Oh, listen, when we do this award next year, Scotland's winning goal in the Euro final will probably Against be better. England. Uh, but it's a good shout, Andy. <laughs> Hope the boys enjoy training. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Colin. Brilliant. That was Andy uh, on the road somewhere heading to some football training out there. But what a shout that is. Are we agreeing? Ali Adams is definitely on the shortlist. Mm-hmm. It's got four. to be. It's got to be. 
So is that. And so is that, 100%. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, there's room. There is room to convince us otherwise. I'm thinking for significance, and like because of weight, what generally happens on this show, you know, there's usually a lot of Celtic and Rangers input. It'd be Kamal Roof, that, that winner in Betis, against Betis, for whatever thing that that meant. You could argue that. It's a big, it's a big goal. It's a big result. And then Celtic's equivalent, as you say, would be. I, th- I think the, the, I think the, the, I think the the win in uh, at the end of the year there against Rangers again, just to mm-hmm. to stop that run for Clement. But the the roof goal is a big one for the Rangers' point of view to get into the last sixteen of the the Europa League again. It's it's a a very important goal for them. How many selections can we have? It's four. So I don't think oh. I don't think the booing of Santa is going to make it. Can't on. get that. In. Onto the shortlist. Oh, you've changed your tune. Nah, exactly. I was there, but uh, it doesn't <laughs> you say were I, I agreed with it. <laughs> <laughs> Santa, Santa, was Santa, man. Santa went up the road and retired the suit that night. Uh, Tony Malone says, has to be Marvin going in the huff because he never got to play FIFA all night with his team. <laughs> good shout. It's an honourable mention. I don't think it makes the four. Uh, Kieran says, Scotland qualifying for... Um, Germany A few people saying that Stephen O'Neill Kyogo on the 30th Ian has gone for James Tavernier Lifting the League Cup I can totally see that as well uh, Rick has attached two pictures um, And it's Alistair Johnson And Abdallah Sima Sort of Next to each other On the touchline I oh, can't possibly still, think What that still What about. that refers to Oh was that the The offside from penalty We've not oh, really spoken about that too much right. yeah. A really kind of quiet Unknown incident that one from that game um, I can't be a moment Blair says obviously Big Phil walking through the front door of Ibrox I can, mm. I can see that I mean maybe that's one that you find out more about in time Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jamie has to be Scotland no brainer um, so I can see there's a bit of a similar theme coming in here the baldy Belgian says surely the first piece of silverware isn't that the point of the game winning trophies or are we <laughs> I think the baldy Belgian needs to just relax I was just skimming over that, but he's calling himself yeah I was just oh, right, I describing. skimming over the rest of the tweet it, it, it's a bit of fun like I know that sometimes we've got like no sense of humour when it comes to Scottish football just oh, relax social media I'm so glad I'm off the baldy Belgian <laughs> It's fine. It's just a bit of fun. We're talking about Marvin Bartley complaining yeah, about the PlayStation and booing of Santa. And not everything has to Colby be so Belgium serious. Just lost it. <laughs> Scotland haven't won anything. If they do, and that wins, and he's talking about people being woke, and I don't even understand. I don't really get it. But anyway, so what Scotland? Ha- what was that one? So because Scotland, Scotland haven't won anything, won anything that can't be a good sake. moment. Uh, for goodness sake. Anyway, 01419511025. But I think a good shout there from the Rangers' perspective. I can see lots of you saying that Betis, the winner, Kemar Roof. Mm-hmm. I can get that because um, it has a lot of knock on effects, which leads me on nicely. Do you love it when that seamless transition um, happens? Because Gavin is on the line uh, from Truton. Uh, how are you going? How's it going, Gavin? All right? Hi, Gordon. I'm good. Yeah, yourself? But people on Twitter, Gavin, uh, know you as Scotland's Coefficient. That is your stage name, correct? Correct. That is the Twitter page I run, so that is the stage name. Which, by the way, is a very good Twitter page, see if you're not familiar with it. Because I, I do my best and I try and have a wee look at what the Coefficient picture is. Gavin's all across it. He'd be as well just ignoring me completely, going straight to the Twitter page. Um, and you've given it a call, Gavin, because you've got a bit of a, a scenario 
to tell us about and we always like these we always yeah what, what's what's the latest on the coefficient picture yeah so I'll start with a quiz question for you guys oh no so uh, there's been 32 seasons of the Champions League from 1992-93 to the current season Rangers played in the very first season and Celtic have obviously played in the current season which is the last season with group stages but out of those 32 seasons how many times did we have both Rangers and Celtic in the group stages in the same year? Oh, I don't know. I'll go... I, I, I can't see it more than... I only think two. Simon? Three. Marvin? Oh, I had four. Gavin? It's a point to Simon there because it's only been three oh. times. Wow. <laughs> Another point. So 2003, <laughs> three, 2004, Celtic finished third with seven points, dropped in the UEFA Cup and knocked out Barca. Mm-hmm. 2007, right. 2008, Rangers finished third. So that was the one I was points. thinking of. Uh, they they went to the UEFA Cup final then, and Celtic actually got to the last 16 and lost to Barca. And then obviously last season last where year. they both had a bit of a disaster, so we won't really talk. Yeah, we about forget that. about that one. You don't sure, we? Gavin? You don't sound like you know your stuff to me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to check this out. I'm hooked. Yeah, Gavin <laughs> knows his stuff. Um, so uh, what are you telling us, Gavin? Because is what are the what are the chances? How are we sitting at the moment? Yeah. Uh, can, can it happen again? So it's very rare, as I've said, that we have two teams both in the group stages. We've never had two teams automatically in. So in those three seasons before, at least one of them, if not both of them, had to get through qualifiers. So the main point I've phoned in is to talk about a change in the rules under the new format. Wow. So, and by the way, you three are all on Twitter, so you know what it's like. So I'm just going to caveat this first. This whole thing hinges on Celtic winning the league. So I'm not putting that out there as my prediction or that's what I want to happen. So before I get any angry messages, I'm just going to say <laughs> On Twitter, never. That, 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 <laughs> this is what would, could happen if Celtic win the league and Rangers finish second. Right. So under And this can get a little bit complicated. So if I lose you at any point, just jump in and get chance. me to, to go over it again. Go for it. So in the old format, if the Champions League winner, uh, sorry, the Champions League winner and the Europa League winner they both got automatic entry into the next year's Champions League, mm-hmm. which is a rule they brought in after Liverpool won the Champions League, but they were outside the top four, had That's to right. qualify and blah, blah, blah. So in the new format, which changes at the start of new, the next season, they're changing where those allocated spots go to, and that's where Rangers could benefit if they finish second. So the Europa League winners, if they had qualified through their domestic league, their spot used to go to the third-place team in the fifth-ranked league. So that would normally be France. Instead of getting two teams automatically in, they'll get three. Mm-hmm. That changes now. The new format it instead goes to the highest-ranked club based on coefficient in the Champions League qualifiers. So right, okay. The, the currently, the currently who may enter Champions League qualifiers are Porto, Benfica, Ajax and then Rangers that's listed in terms of coefficient so for Rangers to be the top ranked club basically those three teams above them cannot enter the qualifiers so I'll take the first two because they're both from Portugal so Porto and Benfica only the second place team in Portugal enters Champions League qualifying so we would need somebody like Sporting Lisbon or Braga who have a lower coefficient than Rangers for them to finish second. Uh-huh. Sporting currently leads that division, by the way, so there's every chance they might drop down to second. Right. Let's say 
if Benfica won it, Sport and Lisbon second, Porto third, then Sport and Lisbon are the only team from Portugal that would enter the qualifiers, therefore taking Porto and Benfica out ah, of the right, okay. Mm. Ajax are also above Rangers, so in the Netherlands... But they're having a nightmare, they're aren't they? They're, mm-hmm. they're, they've been really poor, they're climbing back up the tables, so they're now fifth, but in the Netherlands, only the third place team enters qualifying, right. I think it's 20 at the minute. So if Ajax finish anywhere in Holland except third, then they won't enter Champions League qualifiers. That would then leave Rangers as the highest-ranked club in the qualifiers. And simple as that. As simple as that. So the, there's the three things need to happen, basically. Rangers need to finish second in the SPFL. The Europa League winners need to finish in the Champions League spots in their domestic league. And there's quite a few teams that might do yeah, that. Of course, so yeah. Liverpool, Bayer Leverkusen, yeah. yeah. AC Milan, stuff like that. So if those two things happen, then it's all down, essentially, to sport in Lisbon finishing no. second in Portugal. Like, like, there's a lot that needs to happen, but that doesn't sound it's, that ludicrous, does it? It's, no. Yeah, it's probably still an outside shot, but it's not that long. By the way, there we go, because we've been focusing on it and how Champions what, Gavin's uh, handle on? Scotland's coefficient. Oh, he's got the glasses on, he means business. So there we go. There you are, because we take it as red all season. We talk about, you know, winner of the league goes into the Champions League and all the money and so on. But there you have it from a man who knows his stuff. There is a chance that Celtic and Rangers could end up, both of them, in the Champions League next season. But, Rangers fans, you need to finish second. But of course, you could just win it then Celtic wouldn't get in at all and it would just be back to the one team. So argue about that amongst yourselves on Twitter and if you want to give Gavin abuse for wanting Celtic to win the league, I'm only kidding, Gavin. It's at <laughs> Scotland's <laughs> CoF1. Gavin, thank you very much. A pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Gordon. Good man. What Cheers, man. Gavin. Gavin just said he was going to call, call up and explain that. He that. didn't lose me either, which is... Oh, which is know, saying something. Yeah, which surprised me. Um, what was his stuff? What was his stuff, Gavin? More there than you doable, go. by the way. That, is, that could happen. That was interesting. It so could Sporting, Sporting Lisbon need to finish. Oh, don't, don't make me repeat split. it. They need to split. Yeah. Don't make me repeat that it. Only anyway, right. <laughs> Thank you to <laughs> Can you name the five permanent managers from... This is another quiz. Uh, can you name the five permanent managers from each of Rangers and Celtic who've had the shortest spells at the club? <laughs> Beal, Barnes, Vengloss, Janssen... Kishinya. 26 games the fewest in the list <laughs> I wrote down Pedro because I couldn't spell his surname <laughs> no, I don't have anything for you <laughs> nothing but the best bit of that Simon said the only bit that he got lost on was a sport in Lisbon bit <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the rest of the answers and more of your suggestions for moment of the season next <laughs> number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard 0141 951 1025 is the number you need to get your moment of the season nomination in. Uh, you can tweet us as well. Some brilliant suggestions. Uh, I've had a, a suggestion, a nomination from Jack, who says the moment of the season was actually achieved today. Mm. What was it? And it was Motherwell's investment. Oh. Video. Let me just play just a little flavour of what it was if you've not seen it. Hi, are you the next Hollywood celebrity looking to get involved in football? Well, we've got a club that offers real bang for your buck. With Motherwell, you don't just get a team, we're part of the community. You'll be in good company with 3,700 fan owners. So, even if you know nothing about football, that's what you call soccer. 
we know for sure that your support is helping on and off the pitch. Taylor Swift, give some dosh. <laughs> Taylor Swift, give <laughs> some dosh. <laughs> Stephen O'Donnell, not that voice. The bit before that was Stephen O'Donnell. Um, it's a, it's a, come and invest in us plea to Hollywood A-listers. Um, you've seen. The Wrexham story. I don't, mm. I don't know. Model could trying be you to guys do next. Their, their could be you guys next, Gordon. It's very interesting, Marvin. Um, and in true Scottish football fashion, it's really split opinion on social media. Some people saying it's like the worst thing that their eyeballs have ever seen, <laughs> um, and others saying like, look, don't take it so seriously. It's obviously sort of tongue in cheek, and if it has any sort of desired impact, then great. And like in the social media age, you're trying to get eyeballs. I had a quick look. It was only published at four o'clock. Um, obviously, we're not at eight o'clock yet, and it's got almost 600,000 views. Wow. So yeah. some people yeah. in the modern age just say, well, job done, that's all yeah. it is. Yeah. But then other people say, ah, it's a bit cringy, and it's our mother will really skint, or they're desperate. I don't actually think they are that skint, no. to be honest, um, from, from what <clears> I understand. <throat> but... Uh, it's, it's different, yeah. Interesting, <laughs> different. Um, any of the above? Sod was really good, didn't it? He's a good actor, isn't he? Oh, Acting career ahead of him. Brilliant. Who would who would fit though? I mean, T Taylor Swift's like the most famous person on the planet, so that's like the dream. I'm trying to think of anyone who would particularly work, who would fit, who could take Gordon DL under their wing as like <laughs> the new club mascot. Maybe he could buy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could. Yeah, Never know. Good. I bet you though, someone with enough money. He fits the criteria of... We'll just do it. Forward. I bet they've seen that. You think so? Yeah. Well, I like in it. this, like you said... This day and age. Yeah, this day and age of the way that things work, I bet someone who fits that criteria... not saying they're going to buy the club all of a sudden, but mm -hmm. I bet they've seen it. And it, okay. it will start conversations, which is what it's aimed to do. So you can say what you want about it. It would have worked. 600,000 views or nearly yeah. 600,000 views in such a short space of time. I think that's pats on the back to the people who came up with it. We'll have to put it on the back burner, right? It can't be moment of the season today. <laughs> but see when Taylor Swift is walking down Fur Park Road with her checkbook or her Amex in her hand, <laughs> then you would have to... It's the moment oh. of any season. Oh, but for now... The clips I've written. We'll yeah. just wait. We will just wait. Gordon Deal might actually start turning up at Motherwell Games <laughs> if that was to happen. Anyway, Kenny might have something a bit more uh, fitting or serious for us. Kenny, what was your moment of the season? Hi there, good evening gents cool. uh, Hi Kenny, we've got you, what you got for us? Hi there, yeah, uh, hi gents, uh, long term listener uh, My moment of the season, and it's openly biased for my team That's fine uh, the, the, the Rangers won, historic win in, in Seville Exercising some demons in Seville obviously I believe first Scottish team to win in Spain for 14 years uh, what a fantastic match it was. I think there was three goals within 20-odd minutes at the start of the game. Mm -hmm. Just end-to-end. -end. Both teams having to win because of the results elsewhere. Uh, and then that that final sort of jaw-drop and finish, I, I didn't give my team a chance at all in Spain. I thought maybe a draw and sneak through if the result, else, uh, the result in Cyprus went for us. So... That for me, I've listened to your callers about the, the, the Scotland game was fantastic. The goal, the, the goal in the Norway game, we were, in, me, my family and I were in Spain and watched it and thought it one nil. We had no chance. <laughs> that, that, so that was great. But I think overall, moment of the season, and then all the bonuses that followed on for the win, winning the group, having a home tie to start with, uh, qualifying straight through, uh, missing round one of the, the, the next Europa. 
it was just bonus after bonus that was unexpected. Yeah. So that that that's my moment. I think that's hard to argue with the working that Kenny shows. You know, in moment that's the the beauty of this question. It can it can be anything. It can just stir up an emotion in you, or it can be you know real tangible like that is mm-hmm. what it does. It secures European progression. That's great for so many ways financially. In a sporting sense And the coefficient that we just had Gavin on on the phone um, The fact that Scottish football and Seville Doesn't tend to mix very well mm-hmm. um, th- there, was a lot, there was a lot in there The fact that Rangers somehow topped this group Not, not somehow, mm-hmm. that sounds disrespectful But topped this group After terrible results against the weakest team yeah. in the group It's yeah. all in there, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is um, And again, Kenny describes it extremely well Like all the other callers have But like you said, when he puts all those things together you know, it has to make the shortlist. And, and for me and Simon, we've gone from Ali Adams winning it to potentially now not making the shortlist, Simon. Which no, he's made the shortlist. He's, he's making the shortlist. I think that has to as well. I think Kenny is right in what he's saying. Even Kenny admitted himself there that he didn't expect mm-hmm. Rangers to go and, and win the game that night. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect them because I think Betis had just drawn against Madrid the week before. Well, that was it. Their, their the home, home form was, was brilliant. And that first half was incredible. You know, it was end to end. I think they went into each at half time. And the goal gets them yep. the top of the group and into the 16, the last 16. I think that was our Christmas night out in here. And I remember driving, listening to the radio. I think Betis scored and then it sounded like Rangers were getting battered. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, into the venue, phone off. And apparently, and this might add strength to Kenny's, you know, the actual moment of it. Apparently at the same time Kamar Roof scored, Gordon Deal bought around. <laughs> and so it was like you know, Universe just yeah. imploding on itself yeah. So um, that might well win it Kenny thank you very much Are we in agreement then Is that on the shortlist? Yeah. I think it's got to be yeah. Kamal Roof in Seville mm-hmm. Ali Adams wonder strike From a goalkeeper Kenny McLean Sending the country wild Yeah And Kyogo One of the two Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah Is that Is that I think that's a, a fair yeah, four. I think, ba- I think based on the tweets we've had, and that's the most popular four. So I think we'll we'll go for that. Yeah, I think we'll do it. You can vote on them all night on Twitter. What is your Scottish football moment of the season? Thank you for contributing. Honourable mention, Paul's just sent me Scotland, Georgia, singing in the rain. That was quite good as well. Well, it wasn't a moment. That was like 10,000 <laughs> moments that lasted so long. Right, quickly, I need... Oh, there are so many I'm answers. So Mowbray. Tony uh, Mowbray. Yep, well done. Who's Cold. the other Celtic one? Uh, Probably just before your time ish. Yep. Just before your time. He's got he's got one. Paul Gwen, is it? Yeah, Paul Gwen. Rangers some of them are quite recent Rangers ones. Who's the other guy? Quick! Before Michael Beale. Quick, 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 quick. Who was before Michael Beale? Stevie G. Took them to the Europa League final. Yeah. Oh, hey, After Van Bronckhorst. And the guy the Used to sing songs about a magic hat and all that sort of War- stuff. Warburton. Warburton. 82 games, would... still enough. And wow. who's the final Celtic one? 34 Before games. My yeah, just... Uh... Must have been 1920. Which Shut manager up, signed yeah. you? <laughs> Who signed you? Liam Brady. Right, Lou so, McCarry. Lou McCarry. There we go. Give oh. me my debut. Give me my debut. That's why I got sacked. Anyway, we're back tomorrow with a... <laughs> Gordon DL and Martin Wilson. What's that one? Have a good night. <laughs>